I come to announce to you there is about to be a resurrection for somebody. When you don't exercise your faith, it will not be strong. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We must continue to be hearing the word of God. This is Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. Welcome to this edition of Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. Today you will experience a mind-provoking, spirit-lifting subject on kindness. In particular, kindness, God in action. Here is Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. I welcome you to the revolution of kindness, which we have started. We see God has laid it upon our heart that we must bring kindness back. In Micah chapter 6, verse 8, the Bible says, He has told you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you? He says, but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. God said, I require three things from you. Number one, do justice. Number two, love kindness. Number three, walk humbly with your God. You see, if kindness has become far too often forgotten virtue, we forget about kindness these days. Christians, we bypass kindness and we will start a shouting match at each other. We, we talk among ourselves by pointing fingers at our, at other person. We want to, to show the world how awful somebody else is. You see, many years ago, I became a pastor. I've been pastoring over 30 years, close, closer to 40 now. And I, I realized that every day as I travel around the world, uh, if Christian would just come back to kindness, hear me, evangelism would have been so easy. It seems as if we've forgotten that it is the kindness of God that brought us to repentance. Without God showing kindness to us, where will we be? And so God is laying it upon my heart that I should embark on this mission, reminding the body of Christ about the kindness of God and that he requires you and I to show kindness. The only way people will listen to our sermon, our message, is when they see kindness. It's so easy to point fingers. In fact, we have ranted, we have, we have pointed fingers, we have used bullhorn to demonize somebody else. Well, the world can do that. Anybody in the world can do that. We follower of Christ, the kind God, we cannot do that. You know, People can, the reason anybody can just come to you 
and we tell you beat that person or bust their nose, destroy them, is because the person has weighed the Christians and he has found that many Christians are just Christians in words only. Our act, our action, our attitude. They can come to you if they know you are champion of kindness. Somebody say hit another person because of what? You disagree with what they are saying? You know what I would tell the person? That's not who I am. That's not the God that I serve. You don't, I don't have to agree with the person before I show kindness to them. You know, the danger is this. We will fizzle out with the world if we don't bring kindness back. You know, when churches become a place where they are praying for another person to die, you can be sure God is, in not, is not in such a church. I don't care they are tied to. And I don't care how long they've been in ministry. Because sometimes we, we put people on a pedestal and we forget that even the great men of God, so to say, that we look yes. up to, they can make mistakes. And if anybody is now pushing you to hate another Christian, or is pushing you to hate even unbeliever, you've got to be able to say, wait a minute, pastor. Wait a minute, bishop. Where is kindness in all these things you are teaching us? Look, I was a bad person before I find a kind God. Are you trying to take me back to what who I used to be? The church should be a place where our character change to model the character of Christ, which is kindness. Kindness is one of the fruit of the spirit. It's not just a word that we throw out there. You see, what brought us as America into so much divisiveness and, yes. and, 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 and fight is because kindness have lost, has lost its position, its importance in our lives. And I, I come to say, not pointing finger that you are wrong, I'm right, but I come with a mandate from the Lord saying to us, whether you are evangelical or you are charismatic or you are Pentecostal, you are Democrat or you are Republican. It is high time we brought kindness back into the body of Christ. Kindness. You disagree, but you speak the word of kindness. This is what God said. He said, I have told you. He said it in Micah 6, 8. What is good? What the law requires of you. Number one is justice. Justice. The second one, love kindness. Love kindness. Number three, be humble. Be humble. If you are kind, I can guarantee you, you will be humble. Kind people shows humility. You see, Satan is so, is so wise. He knows that many of us and many of you listening to me, watching me, you know the Bible so much. In fact, some of you probably have memorized the whole Bible. But your Bible memorization is nothing until you do what he says. One of the attributes of the fruit of the Spirit is kindness. And as an evangelist, as a person who has traveled literally all the seven continents of the world, 
I realized that in every nation where kindness has taken the back burner in the life of Christians in that country, they always have problems. I was born and raised in Nigeria. I made America my home country by choice. Listen, God told me to come to this nation. And this is the greatest nation in the whole world. America is. Let's bring kindness back. This is the only country that has sacrificed more of its citizens in another nation than any other nation in the world. We must bring kindness back. You will see many prophets, they will come up again as election is coming. And their goal is to stare you up, to make you mad, and, and see the other person as a demon. Such prophets, I don't care who they are and how long they've been prophesying. They need to go back to God and repent. The way of the kingdom of God is different from the way of the kingdom of man. If you cannot walk in love, you don't know God. Period. He, he, he even said, a lot will say to me, Lord, when did we do this? He said, because you show kindness to this little one, you've done it to me. Yes. And others, I don't know you. You workers of iniquity, depart from me. All in the context of showing kindness to the defenseless. What happened to us? Where is an, a situation where we can sit down and disagree and get up and go to Starbucks and have a coffee together? I was in a place the other time because I was talking to them. Let's show kindness. Somebody was looking at me as if, which planet are you from? You don't know the world has changed. The world may, not, the world may change, but my God never changed. Your world may have changed, but my God never changed. The Bible says Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. If you want to join me in this kindness revolution, I'll be coming again and again on this program until God says, okay, let's do something else. We must wake the consciousness of kindness up. I want you to go to your pastor. If you go to church, go and tell him, pastor, teach us more about kindness. You've told us about sin. We thank you. You've told us, but we want you to teach us about kindness. How can our church be known as a kind place? Not just a place where a bunch of never seen, perfect people who has never done anything wrong are together pointing finger at the church across the street or even to unbelievers. Satan is making headway because kindness have taken a back burner in the life of believers, we are the light of the world. We should show kindness to the, in this world. Jesus says, by this shall men know that you are my disciples. Why? You love one another. You show kindness to one another. There is no way you will say you walk in love and fail to show kindness. That's it's right. not possible. When you show love, is demonstration of love is kindness. You show kind, and you know what happened? When you show kindness, mercy is part of kindness. Mercy comes in. We don't point fingers. We, we confront evil with love. 
We don't just march behind people that want to bring the worst out of us. Don't go back to where God has called you out. He called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. The essence of Satan is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Christ came to give life in abundance till it overflows. I don't care how many tongues you speak. If you don't walk in kindness, the Bible says you are like a clanging cymbal. I'll be right back after this. Thank you, Bishop. What a powerful yet beautiful message that you have given us on the kindness revolution. Listeners, viewers, I know you want to hear more and more is coming on this word. We'll be back after these announcements. If you are in need of food or know someone who's in need of food, Join us for our food bank every Thursday from 1 to 5 p.m. We are located at 1391 Oswego Street in Aurora. For more information, give us a call at 720-859-1737. Join us for our services on Sundays. We have services at 8.30, 10 o'clock, and 11.30 a.m. Wednesday's Bible study at 7 p.m. and a wonderful service on Fridays at 7 p.m. Be our special guest. Our December oil change, a powerful ministration of the word and an anointing service will take place on December 17th at 7 p.m. Our Christmas Eve service, which is a candlelight service, would be wonderful for you to join us with. We will be celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It will take place on Friday, December 24th at 7 p.m. You will not want to miss our crossover New Year's Eve service on December 31st at 10 p.m. There will be the word, praise and worship, dance ministration, and so much more. Be sure you join us and come early to get a seat. Bishop, thank you again for the kindness revolution. God has just moved through you and in you in a tremendous way and really bringing this revolution to light in the United States and in America at large. Mm -hmm. Bishop, everywhere we go, people are talking about the kindness revolution that has birthed right here Mm -hmm. through you. So thank you so much. Thank you. Bishop, you shared earlier in your message that there were three areas that um, the Lord has commissioned Mm -hmm. and unctioned us to walk in. Mm -hmm. And one of those was humility. Mm -hmm. Bishop, what is the connection between humility Mm -hmm. and kindness? Are they one and the same or are they different? Um, One gives strength to the other. They are not the same. Love Kindness, humility, they kind of, you see, love is the parent. When you walk in love, kindness 
will show in the way you demonstrate love. You cannot say I'm walking in love, in love and yet you are not showing kindness to people. Yes. And it takes humility to walk in kindness and love. Because humility says, I don't care what you think of me. I just care about what God says. Amen. You know, a lot of people even and don't accept that. They, they want to say something and say, this is what God says. Let yes. me give you an example. A, a, a man of God says something. And I say in our Bible study, what that person said is not correct. Mm-hmm. Another one says, oh, don't touch the Lord's anointed. And I said, go back and read that passage. You are misquoting the scripture. He is confusing the anointed of God. When a preacher is asking a mem- membership of his church to hate, he's not God's yes, anointed that's right. in that instance. God is not anointing wickedness. No. Remember, anointment is for assignment. Yes. You don't just say, I'm anointed, therefore I can just do anything. No, you can't. Because when you are anointed, you are anointed to do. You are not anointed to be. You can't say, I am an anointed person, so I can do whatever I want. No. Anointment is for assignment. When God anoints you, he gives you specific assignment for the anointment. Yes. So Jesus said it this way. He said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. For he has anointed me to. And then he began to list what God has anointed him to do. When the word and when the anointing started, it was into a task. Anointed to be a prophet. So you can speak for God. Anointed to be a king. So you can guide people. Anointed to be a priest. So you can, st- you, can, you can stand for the people in the presence of God. So every anointing is for assignment. So a lot of believers, uh, pastors inclusive, we take one part of the scripture and make it say what they want to say. True. And they will run with it and, 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 uh, and God bless them if they have good command of English and yeah. they can mesmerize people with words. People will clap, but it will not produce. It will not produce because that is not what it is meant for. God said, my word will not come back to me void. In other words, the word that I sent out is for a purpose. And if you don't use it for that purpose, it's not going to work. You see, so kindness is a message that God has given to us. Not just a message, it's a life that God has called us to live. To be Christ or to be a Christian is to be kind. Yes. It doesn't mean you are a doormat. You know somebody no. says, am I a doormat then? No. You are who you say you are. I'm a child of God. Mm-hmm. I'm a king. I'm a priest. Yes. I, don't, I don't allow people to walk over me. But at the same time, in doing it, I do it in love. I let them know, look, I disagree with you. 
You know the people I am always tired, difficult with are the preachers. Because they yes. ought to know better. They ought to know. If you don't know, go sit down under somebody who will teach you. Don't cause God's people to be beating each other up, to be cursing each other down. If you build your ministry around prophecy, you will soon become a fake prophet. And all these people running around, prophets, so, so, prophet, yes. da, 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 and all their ministries are, Satan will give you words. Be careful. You cannot force God to speak. Everything God wants to say, he already said it in his word. You only put in it in your own language. Everything God needs to say to man, God had already said it in his word. Every rema must be found in the Lugos. Every rema, God said, God said. And then you look at it and you look at the character of God. What they say God says does not match the character of the one who speaks. God will say, okay, go bust them. No, no, he won't say that. Now you say, but God said this in the Old Testament. That was Old Testament. That was before Christ died for everybody. In the New Testament, we are the salt of the world. We are the light of the world. Yes. When a place is saltless, is tasteless, our presence brings taste to the place by feeding the hungry, by telling the people that don't agree with what we believe, uh, by showing them love and kindness and just letting them. It takes patience, believe me, to follow Jesus and to have fruits to present it takes patience. It takes time. But we are in a generation that scream at microwave and say, hurry up. We, 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 can't, we can't be patient. You know, everybody will have to learn to be patient if you want to bring people to Christ. You know what we do? We run after somebody simply because he's a, in the name of Jesus and immediately he's a Christian. No, 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 that's not it. He said, by their fruits, you shall know them. By their fruits, you shall know them. The body of Christ is in a big mess. And the people that make it a big mess are the pastors. Not all of us, but we are the one that is causing the big mess because we are the mind, we are the one that mold the minds Mm. of people. And when we begin to teach people to hate, when we begin to teach people to, um, you are better than them and this and that. And we don't teach people to serve sinners. We don't teach people to love sinners. We don't teach people to, to say to them, like Jesus, a father, forgive them for they don't know what they are doing. And now it is God and gone so that we can kill them if they don't accept our God, Mm. then why are we different from the Taliban? There is no difference between us. And and, and what what pains me is that great men of God that you think they know better, join the bandwagon of political idiocy, and they all continue in that same breath. But time will tell, because the owner of the church will come and cleanse his church. We, it is time we return to kindness. It's the time, look, sinners, we always sin. Sinners, we always sin. That's why they are called sinners. Mm-hmm. But you are saint. You are supposed to show them the opposite. And that number one way is kindness and love and service. 
bringing people together and say, brother, is that the way you see it? I don't see it that way. Do you know, I remember when Barack Obama was the president of United States, a church had a meeting. We call it prayer meeting for him to die. That is where we have come down to as a church in America. How can you do that? How can you? I am not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm a Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. You know what that means? I only believe what Jesus says. I don't care who is in the White House. I only care about who is on the White Throne. And, and, and when you begin to reduce the office of the priests and right. prophets and pastors to become bag carriers for politicians, you've lost your bearing. Mm. You need to sit down and teach your people kindness and watch whether revival will not break out in this land. I see a new America. Yes. I see a land that kindness will reign in our schools, kindness in our courts, yes. kindness among the blue, among the black, among the white, among the Hispanic. I, I, I see kindness in our children. That's what I see. I don't see all these cantankerous, all this in your face, no. uh, all, 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 all these. Those are the things God called us out of. How can you, after you insult them, you throw them down, then tomorrow you come, you say, God loves you. If your God, if the way your God loves me is by busting my nose, I don't want him. We, it seems as if we are so myopic mm -hmm. that we forget that our life preaches more than everything we do. We are not to be emotional. Now watch this. Emotion is God-given, but don't worship your emotion. Part of the fruit of the spirit is self-control. Learn to control yourself. This is what the scripture says, hey, my son, when sinners entice you, don't agree. He was talking in the book of Proverbs. He said, my little child, he said, my son, when sinners entice you, don't agree. Don't agree with them. Somebody is calling you, say, go, go, go bust another nose, knock them down, call them bad name, and you are clapping. You should say, no, I love you. I agree with your, whatever you want to say, but we as Christians, we don't say it that way. We still love sinners. Sinners are welcome here. They can come as sinners. When they hang around us long enough, my, the grace of God, the, the kindness of God that brought me, we bring them. I need to pray now because my time is running out. I decree and declare over your life, over your family, the beauty of God over you. You will have good testimony. Before the end of this year, people will celebrate you. Till we meet again next week, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for joining us. This has been a presentation of the radio ministry of Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. For more information, contact Bishop Israel Ade Ajala by email at info at kcconline.org or by phone at 720-859-1737.